Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Turn! 
everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now <laughs> one and only steve harvey got a radio show man god is in the blessing business i'm in the receiving line man that's a good feeling i thank god for waking me up in the mornings i really really do i thank god for the spirit that he wakes me up with because i finally but i finally figured it out such a blessing that shouldn't be taken for granted, the fact that you are up today. The fact that you just got off work and you driving home. The fact that you got a job to come home from. The fact that you got a job to wake up to. Whatever it is, the fact that you can see, think, hear, smell, walk, talk, rhyme, reason. Whatever it is, it's a blessing, man. I was talking to a partner of mine last night. And an analogy came to me last night of what my life has been like. Just going over my story with a friend of mine, of all the, some of the things I had gone through, and he never knew it. Because he said, man, you never told me that. We were just talking. One of the things I remember, and it's kind of equated to my life, was when I was a little boy, I used to go to the store with my mom, and uh, she would let me buy a jigsaw puzzle. Now, for those of you, a jigsaw puzzle comes in a box. There are no instructions. It just comes in a box. And it's simple. You're going to dump the pieces out in a pile, and you're going to try to put the pieces together until it looks like the picture that's on the cover of the box. That's as simple as it is. Here is the deal. I would select a jigsaw puzzle based on the picture that I liked and if I thought I could do it. Now, if the picture looked too crazy, if it looked too intricate, I didn't want that puzzle. You know, and the thing was, back in the day, you got a jigsaw puzzle. You had 100-piece puzzles, 400-piece puzzles. Man, then they say a thousand piece puzzle. You go, ooh. So those were a little difficult for me when I was a little boy. So I didn't want that. As I got a little bit older, I had more challenging puzzles, you know, 450, 500 piece puzzles. But I always picked a picture of something I liked. So it's very simple. You get the jigsaw puzzle, you get it home, you open it up, you dump it out on the table. You flip all the pieces over so you can see them. And then I would try to sort them based on the colors on the box. If it was like a, a black section, I'd take all the black pieces and slide them over there. If it was some flowers, I'd try to find all the pictures with little jigsaw pieces with the little floor, and I'd separate them. And then I'd start putting it together. And the way I started was I'd try to build the border first because I knew all the straight edges had to be side by side at one point. And it was funny, man, because it's related to my life. I would start putting the pieces together of the picture I saw that I liked. 
And that would be my picture. A lot of people didn't like jigsaw puzzles. As a matter of fact, none of the boys on the street liked jigsaw puzzles but me. Because they just didn't want to go through the intricate details of figuring that out. Really go outside and run or something like that. And so what happened was, as I got older, I wanted more difficult and challenging puzzles. But I wouldn't go too far. I wanted some nice stuff to happen. I had a picture of what I wanted for my life, but I didn't want to go too far because it was so challenging and difficult. I, I, I couldn't see myself with all of that, and I didn't have the time, the knowledge, the expertise, the figuring all the intricate details. And I discovered something when I was talking last night. That's what happens in life to a lot of people. You get bogged down with the details of coming up and trying to create the picture that you want for yourself. You put it to the side. You say, oh, that puzzle crazy. Next thing you know, you crumble it up and put it back in the box. Or you go halfway and you get stuck. And you get to the part where it ain't a lot of different colors. It's all the same. And that's a little bit more challenging. So that may stop you. But it's somewhere in the jigsaw puzzle that it gets very difficult and challenging. The bigger the picture you want. But then what will happen in your life is just like what will happen in a jigsaw. Once you get comfortable and you don't mind the challenge, you could get a bigger picture. But here's the key to it, though. If you put God in your mix, see, the picture that I saw for myself as a boy is not the picture that has happened to me as a man. Because along the way from boyhood to manhood, from the time I was 10, you understand, what happened along the ride in there was I started putting God in the mix. And so now the picture that I have now is not the picture I saw. It's the picture that God saw. So what I'm saying, this analogy is, the picture you have may be difficult to complete, but if you were to include God in your life, put God in your jigsaw puzzle. God will not only help you complete the puzzle, and he going to add some pieces, he going to do some favors, he going to show some mercy, and you going to look up, and the picture that you're able to end up with will be totally different and much more complete, much more beautiful, a bigger picture than the one you had because there's no way that I could have saw the life that I have today back when I was a boy. And it amazes me when I hear people say, I always saw this for myself. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't quite see this for myself. I don't know how you can have the ability to see what God really has for you. But man, he's a masterful jigsaw man. He's an incredible puzzle completer. So if you got a puzzle that's challenging to you, maybe you need to see what's the picture that God has for your life. If God were in your life, if you completed the puzzle, what would it look like? It'll be a far more extensive puzzle, and it will be a far more beautiful piece of scenery than you could have ever imagined. Tears come in my eyes because I can't believe God brought me this far. I can't believe that when I opened up and accepted him and started talking to him, that he would add all these pieces to my jigsaw puzzle, and my jigsaw puzzle would look like this. And I can tell you, I ain't got a whole lot to do with, with, with what I done turned into. It's mostly favor and blessings and grace and mercy of God 
and I looked up and I just got a much bigger jigsaw puzzle completed. And guess what? He ain't through with me yet. That's what's amazing and exciting about a relationship with God. God can take your jigsaw puzzle and fix it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day when it's cold outside. I got the month of May. Well, I guess you say, I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? There you go. Come I'm on. Talking hey. about my girl. I'm talking about my girl. David Ruffin. My girl. I've got so much. Girl. <laughs> Honey. Honey. Boy, that touched me. Did that hurt? I, you that, just no, did no. That, that touched me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Touching and hurting me is different. That <laughs> had an effect. Line. On the way the rest of my day is going to go. Well, <laughs> I've got so much, boy. <laughs> I just to touched myself to again. I'm uh, not doing this for you. I'm doing this to get my day started. And if you ain't feeling me, that's okay. We'll have another show tomorrow. <laughs> my motto is, if you don't like the show today, praise God if he give us tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Junior, Kill Spates, Nephew Tommy, and yours truly. Junior, oh, what? what <laughs> Come on. Uh, I got to understand it. I, I'm not, how, does, how does hard singing do that for you? Well, you know, it's the emotion of it. Yeah. It ain't the notes. It ain't Clearly. the connectivity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yes. How does this work? It's the feeling. Okay. <laughs> it's a feeling, Junior. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna play something for you a little bit later on, and then you tell me. Okay. You know. Okay. How you feel about it? Something that you can relate to. 
and, got then, you, and, then, and then we'll see. But it's always the emotion of it, mm-hmm. you know. And you've got to, you've got to, uh, you know. I, I think, Junior, you got to lend yourself to that a little bit more often, because I'm yeah. not sure if you do. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, I just saw the, the look on your face and everything. It was all on your countenance. You, you was gone. I have to. I leave here when I do that. I enter the realm yeah. of Oh My Lord. Yeah. Oh My Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to oh find my. something mm-hmm. what that nephew? you can relate to. Okay. Oh, oh my I'm looking for something. <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. I found it. Now, Junior, you can relate to this right here. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Life. <laughs> now let me play it a little Life. bit louder. Away from me. Now, I, I, those are professional singers. Uh-huh. Who they didn't give a damn about the note either. <laughs> <laughs> it was the All feeling, right. Junior. <laughs> All right, listen. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's a nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Come on. Well, Shirley, you know, you got to give up something for Lent. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give up this man's wife. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her uh, up for man. Lent. Uh, yeah. What? 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 I'm going to give up the man's wife for Lent. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Dorsey. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? This Cliff, man. I work at the post office with your wife. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Everything cool? Yeah, everything good, man. Everything good. Um, like I say, uh, my name is Cliff, man. I wanted to reach out and holler at you about a couple things if you if you got a minute. You got a minute? Yeah, is everything all right with my wife? Is something wrong or something? No, 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 no. Your wife good, man. Your wife good. I wanted to hit you up, man. We've been working at the post office quite a while. We've probably been in the same room a few times, man. I don't know if you, you remember meeting me or not, but... Uh, oh, okay, okay. But what I wanted to say, man, is... is uh, Trying to do better with my life, dog, and you know, just just trying to do better. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for for Lent, man, I I gave up a few things. You know what I'm saying? I I just thought that would be a a, a good thing, man, to try to the, the things that matter the most uh, or that you're addicted to. You know, you want to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? At least for Lent is what I'm trying to do. You feel me? Okay, I'm kind of confused, but what that what they got to do with me? Basically, man. I'm giving up for Lent, you know, I decided to give up uh, messing around with your wife, you know, because, because. Whoa, 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 hold on, man, hold on, man. I'm at work, I don't know what you talking about, but back up and rephrase everything you just said. Well, like I say, man, for Lent, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give up stuff that I'm, that I'm addicted to, you know, and I decided. Okay, but what's that got to do with me and my wife, though, and you? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to give up messing around with your wife for Lent. That's what I have given up. I've given up messing around with your wife for Lent. Man, what the f- talking about, man? Messing around with my wife, man. I ain't got no time for no games right now. Who the f- is this, man? Like I what's say, your, what's, your, what's your name again? This is Cliff, man. I, wor- I actually work with her for the last 10, 12 years. But what I wanted to really let you know is, you know, her schedule probably going to change because what we used to be doing, we ain't doing, so she's probably going to be coming home a little bit earlier or things like that. But I, w- I don't want you getting addicted to it because after Lynn is over, then, you know, we'll be back what we used to do. Man, what the f- is you talking about, man? Hold on. My, my wife's going to be home in a minute. We're going to talk about all this f- here. 
with me, man. I'm about to. Hold on. What? What? Are you? Are you in the city right now? Can I? Can I meet with you right now, Cliff? Right. Okay. Okay. But what I'm trying to say, well, like I'm saying, I'm trying to do better. You know, I'm, I gave up. You trying to do little... better? That sound like a bunch of to me. I got something for you and my wife. This is true. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. I mean, ain't you feeling me? Though I'm trying to do better though. I ain't feeling the thing. You calling me, telling me my wife. I think we need to meet up and talk about this face-to-face, Cliff. Uh, what you think? I mean, we, we can talk right now if you want to have a conversation. Nah, nah, nah. You just uh, tell me your address, and uh, me and my wife finna just come on over there. How about that? And we, we all sit down and have a little powwow. I don't know who the think you is, man, but me and my wife been together over 15 years, and we ain't never had no problems with no like this. Like the you telling me on this phone, it sound like a bunch of crazy to me, but somebody net gonna today if this is true. So what you need to do, you need to tell me your name, your number, and I don't know why you call from this block phone number. You hear me? Hey man, I'm hearing you, man. I, what I'm saying, the reason for the call was to let you know, don't get used to her schedule, because after Lent, it's gonna be back to the way it used to be. That's all the phone calls. Man, what the is you talking about? What's your last name, Cliff? I'm finna come find you. I'm finna come see you now, Jack. My name is Cliff. Like I say, I work at the Cliff. And I work at the post office with. So okay, well how come you call from a block number, Cliff? What's your phone number, man? Hey, 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 man, listen. I'm not trying to have no confrontation with you, man. It's already a confrontation. You can call my phone from a block number. I don't know you. You don't know me, and you telling me you've been my wife. Are you serious? Did you know she was married? Well, I mean, what you mean? Did you know? was married, yes or no? I mean, yeah, I, knew, I mean, yeah, I knew she was married. Okay, well, there it is. You knew that from the jump, so that means you've been disrespecting me from the jump. So now I got to get in your now. You just been told off on yourself. So irregardless, I'm coming to see you today, Jack. Hey, and, and my name ain't Jack, man. My name Cliff. But you're not, hey, I'm not Okay, well, to look here, like Cliff. I, said, I don't have no, huh? I'm not trying to have no confrontation. I just wanted you to be aware of the schedule. Yeah, okay. I'm definitely aware <laughs> now, Cliff. Who the hell is you, hey, man? Hey, man, another thing, man, it's I want to say this here. Like, I, I know I know your tattoo on uh, your name on her lower back. I seen that. Uh, it say Dorsey what? right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on, man. You telling me you didn't see the tattoo on her back. Is that what you telling on, me? On her lower back, man, right right, right, right on above her tailbone. Yeah, I seen it. Dorsey, your name Dorsey, right? Man, who the f- is this, man? What's your real name? Hey man, hey dog, calm down, man. Are you are you cool with the now, schedule change? Calm down. You call my phone. Are you cool with the schedule changing? Is what I'm asking. What? Are you cool with her schedule changing? You see what I'm saying? Her schedule gonna come back to normal once Lent is over with. I gave up messing around with her for Lent, man, but not for him. I'm not cool with a thing. I'm about to be cool in your face in a minute. Now tell me your name, tell me your number, and your real address, and we're going to talk about all this in person. Okay. All right. What? What? My name... What's your name? My, uh, I'm a, my name Tommy, man. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Tell me what? I mean, I mean, why you need my last name? Because I'm finna come see you. What you mean why I need your last name? Hold on. Hold on. Somebody get Angie on the phone. Hey. Hold on. Don't go nowhere. We finna get Angie on the phone right now, and we gonna settle this right now. Hold on. Get on the phone. Call her. Call her. For real. Yeah. Tommy, who? What you scared of? Okay, man. They call me Nephew Tommy. Oh, who? My name Nephew Tommy. <laughs> From Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs>
What? Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> she done set me up, man. Man, your wife got me to prank call you, man. She texted you, said, I, left, I just left the house. Call him now. Uh, that's why ain't answering the phone. <laughs> it was over for you, man. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all wrong for this, man. This nigga be against the law, man. Hey, man, I gotta ask you, baby, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so you have another I'll one for tell us? tell you about this girl I was dating that had all these roaches. Mm-hmm. And it was an infestation. She lost. She was fine. I was in college. And, uh, you know, wasn't no cell phones back then. So my boy Biggie Wig, I told Biggie Wig mm-hmm. to come and pick me up at a certain amount of time. I said, as a matter of fact, Wig, I'll call you at your house if something changed 30 minutes before 1 o'clock and let you know if I need a little bit more time or not. So are we in there? We playing cards. Roaches is everywhere. It's lights on. <laughs> and they they anyway, there ain't nobody. Ain't none of them rushing. <laughs> but this where they stay. <laughs> you I'm playing now. cards, and uh-huh. I know it's too many of them in here. Uh-huh. Man. I done got up off the couch to play cards because I just, they was on the couch. They was on the coffee table. They walked across TV screen. They was just everywhere. <laughs> so I figured at least let me set up in a wooden chair with four legs on it the least amount of exposure. Yeah. I already got cuffs in these bell bottoms. Uh-huh. I got to I got to damn near make kulaks out of these pants before I take them home. Because <laughs> I got them two-inch cuffs in these bell bottoms. I know they in here. Yeah, yeah. I know good hell well they in here. They comfy in there. Yeah, they, they looking for a route. So I'm in there just playing cards, man. These roaches is everywhere. I'm just flicking them, you know, uh-huh. just flicking them off with the cards. Yeah. And hands, cause and the girl's sisters was real nice. They was hood, but they were some nice girls. But Lord, them girls talk trash when they play car. So we're there, we just cussing each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been, I never been more bees according to women. <laughs> little skinny bee, <laughs> look at you, little skinny bee. What you gonna do? <laughs> so I'm in there. So we just talking trash. So I look up at the clock and I said, "Let me go on in here and call Bee." And tell him I'll be ready about 1.30. Mm-hmm. Something happened, man, I forgot to call. Uh-huh. These roaches, it's 1 a.m. now. Day in full blast. I don't know what it is about 1 a.m. Yeah. But roaches, I don't know if it's clubs. <laughs> Club I don't know night. what's happening. They was all out for dinner that the, night. The roach club. They were strolling. They was with their family. <laughs> you know, we were playing music, so they was out at the club. The club, they was going to dinner. They was in the park. I don't know what be happening. They were out with their Damn, family. Roaches was everywhere. I'm talking about, <laughs> listen to me. When I tell y'all, there was nowhere you could look mm-hmm. and you didn't see a roach. Wow. I don't say. Wow, Steve. So yeah. cool. All of a sudden, the doorbell rang. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And her sister jumped up and said, I got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We playing spades, so it was my plate. So I said, I got to get to this dope. Because I got to tell this fool, Biggie Wig, uh-huh. Big, when you come in here, listen, <laughs> they got a roach problem. I like the girl. Don't embarrass her. Just act like you don't see her. 
I had a whole speech I was going. Matter of fact, when I called him 30 minutes before, I was going to tell him. Yeah. Because he a good brother. But when you don't want him, though, there wasn't no texting, ain't no cell phone. You don't want him. I just didn't go. So next thing, I know she at the door. So by the time I make my play, all I hear is at the door. Damn. He's here. He's here. Yeah. Instant reaction. He in the what the? <laughs> and then, and this all you hear. <laughs> <laughs> he out there in the foyer, just stomping. Killing roaches. And I'm standing there just looking at him. And the and the sisters is mortified because he in here. I'm talking about. God, what the hell? Ain't nobody. I'm the only one I see these. Hey, and y'all don't see. God, man, these blankety blanks is everywhere. God, damn. Hey, wonder love. Now he calling me. I'm six feet away, but it's dark. He don't see me. Hey, wonder love. I'm just sitting here, man, like, I'll be. Man, if you don't stop. So he's shaking his coat, uh-huh. flipping his collar. He knocking him off the wall. He done pulled his hat off. Now, he got a gangster brim, right, uh-huh. and a maxi coat. So he pulls his hat off, and he just swats Watt. Oh, Man, they're all on the wall. Man, these mother blanks is everywhere. Y'all, man, y'all don't see this? He's steady asking them girls, y'all don't see this? I'm standing there with my arms folded, just humiliated. Oh, God. And then a roach oh, God. fell off the ceiling uh-huh. and landed on his ear. Oh, God. Oh. He reached up and went, ow, bloody, bloody. Man, these mother blanks is everywhere. Yeah. And I'm just standing there looking at him. And then he told my y'all. He cracked the stone. I just went on and told the girl. I said, I said, hey, excuse me. Can I, hey, let me get him a coat. Because you knew it was the end. That was yeah, it. It's over. Yeah. I got my coat. You ain't never going back there. And I kissed the girl on the cheek. I tell Big, I said, come on, man, let's go. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> man. Damn, love. I don't know how you sitting up in here. <laughs> you see these people? Man, her mama over there, head down. Everybody head just hanging down. Because he done made a scene. So we get out to the car. Uh-huh. So oh, we stand at the door. He I'm say, sorry, sorry. He said, love, you good? I said, big, you had to make all that. Man, damn that, man. Let's shake off, man. <laughs> he said, man, hey, and flip your cuffs in your bell bottom. You know, good hair well in <laughs> So we outside, damn near undressed. <laughs> Your culottes. I just got the Volvo, dog. I can't get nothing in it. That's now. right. The Volvo. That's right. <laughs> that was wow. Me Steve. and Biggie Weed over at the girls' house with the roaches. <laughs> God, dog. All right, man. Yeah. Y'all don't see this. Best storytelling. Yes. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. 
So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right now, Tommy, uh, what is this about you wanting to help men stay out of trouble? You want to share a little inti- you know, insight? One of my boys, yes, yeah, Shirley, one of my boys. You, are you talking about this? This shouldn't be from somebody who stayed I in know. trouble. I know. He wants to help men okay. stay out of trouble. Imagine well, that. It's certain right. things, Unc. And you know this. You, 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 come on now. It's certain things, Unc, that, that can get you in trouble that you need to be aware of. Certain little items that can get you in trouble. Receipts. Oh. You don't keep receipts. Burn all your receipts. These are things that you must know. How about your taxes? If you're going to be player, player, damn, you got taxes. to get rid of these. <laughs> but you need damn your time. No receipts. You need your receipts for your taxes. You need no you can, you damn can, some taxes. stuff you can't write off, okay? <laughs> no. Some of this is some losses. Okay. <laughs> some stuff got to take You got to take it for the team. All right, watch this. Uh-huh. And everybody like to keep one or two on their phone. Pictures. Get rid of them doggone pictures. That right oh, there yeah. is shrewd evidence that your butt can get caught. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Absolutely. Okay. Now, here go one from my uncle's book. Glitter. Glitter oh, will get God, you busted y'all. every single <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, glitter gets you killed. You, got... <laughs> you can't have no glitter on you. Because you can't see it at certain angles. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> boy back in 90... What what yeah. year? Two thousand. <laughs> I came to work story. one morning for uh-huh. two days in a row. Shirley was going. You need to really need to get some of this glitter. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> what? Uh, hold on. I had some with glitter. Hold on. You went to work? Yes. <laughs> Shirley. Shirley came and said, "Steve, really? Really? Huh? <laughs> what? Boy, glitter's a big. Had glitter all in my hair. It was oh, everywhere. Huh. It was everywhere. Hold on, uh, but you act like uh, you coming to work. Glitter all on my neck. But was you coming to work? Act like you ain't did nothing. Innocent. Oh, Shirley said, <laughs> "Steve, what is this all on you? Huh?" Uh, and you know what? 
You can take two, three showers and still can't get all that glitter off. You cannot get the glitter off. Uh-uh. This one is one Junior should know. When you have a con, you have that package and tear that cone off, that little cone got to get to the trash. <laughs> that yeah. little cone. Because there are no more coners like that. That cone tells it all. matter of fact, uh-huh. don't tear it. Tear it off and leave it attached to the pack. <laughs> to the pack. Oh, don't tear it all yeah, the way off. Don't tear it all the way off. Don't tear it all the way off. It'll yeah. come out. Tear it off. 98% Mm-mm. of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah been a mm. lot of divorces. Yeah, women are detectives, yeah. you know. Uh, it, it just takes a yeah. little teen, teen, teen uh-huh. bitty piece. Listen to me. <laughs> your, your woman can't have short hair. Uh-huh. And you got long hair in the sink. Do you oh, hear what I'm saying? Do you what? Hear uh, oh, you're dead. <laughs> you're so freaking dead. Oh, <laughs> you trying to put that on your body? <laughs> That's from me. <laughs> you need something. Don't have an eyelash in your tooth. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you had that already? <laughs> Man, they gonna. <laughs> I had a whole eyelash. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in, my, in the front. I hate you, Steve. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> there just smiling. Hey, what's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we don't miss you? anything. You know that. <laughs> they they do not. Okay, now here's another one. What? A bobby pin uh-huh. can break up a relationship. I'm just telling you. Oh, yeah. You have no reason to have a bobby pin in your house. Come on, pin your hair. Or yeah, or an earring back. Oh, Ooh. right. Oh, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good one. small. They leave them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They leave them. Yes, they do. Take another one too. Mm-hmm. Her on. jacket can't be left in your closet. <laughs> Her jacket. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, big. Oh, you, you got, you got, no and if you, if she do, you got to burn this jacket. Yeah, because <laughs> so she asked you, who jacket is this? You didn't even know it was in there. What? Wait a minute, I know you didn't burn my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> burn Her seat on the pillow. Oh, they got to be washed right after. Makeup, live any of that on the pillow. Mm, 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 yeah. Burn mm. that pillow too. This is uh, Tommy with his yeah. advice to men to stay out of trouble. The black tip off the end of a high heel shoe. Okay. <laughs> get your key. All of that. All of that. Tell you, Women tell you find them. everything. Mm-hmm. We're detectives. Bags from a store mm-hmm. that you know doggone well, that ain't where you shop at. That bag right there. Mm-hmm. You know how people take a bag, fold it up, and they're going to use it later, put it on the counter? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That bag. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that I bag. I got one for you. Okay. Mm. I got one. A Lee press on. <laughs> a nail. <laughs> they still wear them. Nail. Yeah, they, they still, still wear them. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-mm. Yeah. More popular than ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Body uh, wash. Empty egg. <laughs> an empty oh, what? egg. What? Oh, for I got the... busted with that one one time. Oh, back in the day. Oh, the oh, egg. Oh, panty holes that come mm-hmm. in the yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I had an empty egg in the trash one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. I couldn't explain. Oh. Yeah. What, what did you end up saying? You just just took that one. 
I had bought it. I had waves back then, and I had bought one for to make my wave set, and I had cut oh. the pantyhose, make a wave cap. Oh, that was that was smart. That was that quick. Was that was pretty good. creative. Yeah. That's quick. Yeah, that was good. That is quick. She didn't buy it though, but it it, it was no, no, a good no, line. No, no, she asked me where the rest of the pantyhose. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. You didn't have that. Well, where'd you throw them away? Cause the egg is in the tray. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I threw them out the mm-hmm. window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a good lie, but it didn't work. I know. Yeah. Fell yeah, over I the back. The next day, with some pantyhose on, trying to prove my case. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Junior, I tore the whole TV off. <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What that phone wrong, man? Uh, oh wait, it come on your it come on your TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Dog, yeah. phone number come on the TV. Mm-hmm. I tore a whole forty something <laughs> flat screen off. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank you. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to play a round of Would You Rather. Let's just jump right in. Would you rather have the details of your financial life or huh? your love life made public? Mm. I'm show y'all this money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we gonna get, we going on. I'll open up all these banks. You can see everything I've got over there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And the quiet one. The would rich man. Have, uh-huh, would you, and who's very quiet. Would you rather have the details of your financial life or of your love life be made public? Oh, yeah. And we're waiting. <laughs> Deep breathing. <laughs> Go ahead and jump. That's what I'm you tell people. Jump. Uh-huh. Either way. Either way. Yeah. You do Either way what? It's an issue. It don't matter. It don't really matter. Huh? Oh. Or go to prison for four years. Take that four. Is that an option? No. No. There's no C. Prison? You willing to go to prison? Deep block. Go anyway. You gonna go anyway. anyway. Uh, So I probably had to go on and do the money. Yeah, he can't. What? Yeah, I had to go and show the money. But Steve, you could. What? Huh? I'm shocked. Yeah, what is going on? Why, why we don't ask y'all these questions sometimes? Because yeah, it's for the comedians on the show. Yeah, we'll... Okay. okay. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why it's designed. I wouldn't care. Uh, nothing, you knowing nothing about me on MasterCard. He did what? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? He going minute, over it in his mind. He did what? Yeah. <laughs> Where was he? Go to page 15 and look at this on the uh, fifth row. Who? Did y'all hear about this? <laughs> We're gonna be a shock, Steve. <laughs> what? Hey, where was y'all at? Hey, hey, hey. So you better have your finances revealed. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead, next, next, what if you? Oh, next. oh, we're getting out of this one. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather? Uh, would you? I'd rather know rather... these questions ahead of time. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat pizza or ice cream as the only food for eternity? Pick one. Pizza. Would you rather eat pizza? Pizza's pizza. uh, got to be that pizza. Yeah. Pizza's yeah. hot. Pizza. Yeah. I love ice cream, but I'm I'm, I'm topping. Yeah, I'm lactose cold ass mess. As soon as I get up in the morning, I gotta eat some damn ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) You running out of flavors? Ritz or something? (laughs) They're both dairy. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's today's edition of Would You Rather. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go for Ask the CLO. This one is from Julio in DeSoto, Texas. Julio says, I'm a 47-year-old man, and I've never been married, and I don't have any children. My brothers got married in 2018 in a double ceremony. I have a domestic partnership with a lady uh, that I've been with for six years. She's never pressured me about a wedding, but she's told my mother she'd love to marry me. Should I stay quiet until she brings it up, or should I reaffirm to her that I don't want to get married? I hate to be wasting her time. Hey, man, why don't you tell her that then? Yeah. Why don't you tell her you don't want to be married? And you would just, what he called it, domestic partnership? Partnership, yeah. Uh But she wants to be married, but you want a domestic partnership. That's why you ain't never been married and ain't got, I don't don't feel like you, Julio. I'll tell her for your ass. I'll tell her. (laughs) Bitter, man. I will tell her. Take the weight off of you. (laughs) But you should have told her that six years ago, too. Yeah, you are wasting her time. You know, for six years. And she done told your mama she wanted to get married. I'm pretty sure she done said that to you. Mm-hmm. I'm, matter of fact, Julio, I can't imagine she would go to your mama with it and ain't said it to you. Mm-hmm. He I ain't got nothing for you, Julio. You ain't got no kids. You ain't got, what, what, what you want? At 47, he's 47, Steve. He should know something by man, now. Man, bye, Felicia. This one's from Valicia in New Orleans. She says, I'm a newlywed and my husband and I moved to his hometown recently where he has three female friends that he's known since childhood. I get along with them, but I need him to set some boundaries with them. One of them is a chef and she insists that he comes over at least once a week to pick up a plate. He loves to rave about how good her food is. My husband will meet up with the women for drinks, and I find out about it after the fact. He says they're like sisters, and I have nothing to worry about. He doesn't get it. So should I talk to these ladies directly? Nope. 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 See, you didn't marry the ladies. You married your husband. Mm -hmm. You and your husband took the vows to leave all others and cleave only unto you. That was his vows. Now, before you got married, did he tell you he had these girlfriends, he wasn't going to cut them loose, and you married him anyway? Or did you discover the three girlfriends when you moved back to his hometown? Mm. Mm. Coming over to the house cooking. I can't. There's no way in hell I can go in there Mm. and tell Marjorie, I'm Mm -hmm. going over to this girl's house for dinner. We friends. Yeah, and then for him to be raving, oh, she cooks so good and all of that. Man, oh, man, dog, you got to be joking. You ain't got no friend. (laughs) Hello. You know that's the next statement. Uh, (laughs) What friend is this? Me and Shirley been friends for 20 years. I ain't ever been over to her house, and Lord knows I wouldn't go over there to eat. (laughs) <laughs> good because i wouldn't be cooking <laughs> all right here we go which would be uh, even crazy if i said to Marty, i'm going to shirley house to eat i thought she, you said shirley couldn't cook she oh. said no, something was up oh. right she really oh. raised an eyebrow uh, what? Oh. <laughs> all right here we go rolero and queens i like that name rolero i moved back to new york after living in miami for 
for a few years. I bought a small condo and now that I'm all settled in, I'm miserable because I have a white neighbor that is rude and racist. When he first saw me in the building, he asked me if I was visiting someone and I told him I live there. His response was, how is that possible? I ignored him. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't speak in passing and didn't uh, hold the door for me one day. Uh, I'm 26 years old and I've never encountered racism like this. How should I handle this guy? You've never encountered racism? At 26. Well, Willero, welcome to America. (laughs) Yeah. It's been here for a while, Willero. The fact that you've never seen it before is very surprising to me. I know it's going to take you a while to adjust, but he not finna like your ass. For no reason. <laughs> now, as a Christian, you're supposed to love your neighbors. I mm-hmm. got that. It did not say you had to like them, That's right. talk to them, play with them, or, 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 or help them up when they fall down the steps that you accidentally uh, tripped him in. <laughs> See, hello. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that you accidentally... It's an act. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Since y'all ain't speaking, you ain't even got to say I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Man. All right. Thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, doggy style lifestyle. Ho, ho. Uh-oh. Okay. Not what you think. Down boy. Down boy. Down boy. Down boy. Down boy. Down boy. Okay. <laughs> right. It is April Fool's Day today, though, and the nephew is here <laughs> with today's on, prank now. phone call. What you got, now? Can you fix my roof? Now, that don't sound harmful, right? Uh, that's why I said, oh, okay, that's nice, yeah. Can you fix my roof? That's all okay. I'm asking. Is it leaking or something? What, what's going well, on? Got some issues, I'm just saying, though. But can you fix my roof? That's all I want to know. Okay. Look at my face. I know, I know, I know. Carl always looking for that hard left. Where you going with it, though? Well, and it's always there, Tommy. Yeah. Well, well, get ready for the hard left. Here we go. Can you fix my roof? Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Eduardo. Uh, This is Eduardo. Eduardo, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm one of your neighbors, man. I'm actually, like, two streets over. Uh, I I wanted to see if you could come around here, man, and help me out, man. I got a leak in my roof. Are you able to come around the corner real quick and, and see about fixing my roof? Who Who's this? Hey, yeah, this is Sammy, man. I live like two streets over from you. you you're Eduardo, right? Yes, is Eduardo. Okay, hey, I, I need you to, I got a leak in my roof, man. I want to see if you can come around here and, and take a look a at my roof. A leak in your roof? What does that have to do with me? I, no, no, I, I got a leak in it. I, it. It doesn't have anything to do with you, but I wanted to see if you could come around here and fix it for me. How did you get my number, man? What, I mean... Where, where, where do you think uh, I'm? I would fix your roof. I, I got your number from one of the neighbors, but you 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 um you you you're Hispanic, right? Yeah, no, I'm 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 Hispanic. Well, I'm not from Hispanic. I'm Mexican. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm saying, American, I mean, Mexican, I mean, American. I mean, I mean, are you this is are you trying to be funny or what? What what are you talking about? Why do I got to go fix your roof? I mean, I mean what, don't what are you don't, about? don't don't all Mexican people know how to do roofs? You know what, man? Don't. Talk to me like that. I'm an educated Mexican. I'm your worst nightmare. Who the do you do? Who, who the do you think you can call me? Because think that all Mexicans fix roofs. Listen here. I'm not a roofer. I work at a bank. Okay. 
You understand that? No, I, I understand you work at a bank, but from my understanding, all Hispanic people. I mean, what do you what do you what do you do with the bank? I mean, you lay do you lay towel at a bank? What do you what do you do with the bank? Listen, you ignorant. I work at a bank. I'm a loan officer. I am a dangerous. I'm a Mexican with good credit. Okay, I'm a dangerous Mexican. You with the wrong person. Are you that stupid? Huh? What is the matter with you? Who who gave you my number? Where do you live? You can't be one of my neighbors. I haven't seen a retarded person walking around my neighborhood lately. I'm two streets over from you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm Like I said, I got a, a, a leak in my roof, and somebody gave me your number. I thought all Hispanic people knew how to fix roofs. Oh, really? Maybe if I don't cut your grass like a if you're going to stereotype us all, huh? Would that be cool? Huh? Why don't you come over to my house? I'll tell you what. Hey, 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 man! You, 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 you taking this? You taking this the wrong way? I'm trying to give you some work, man. I'm trying. Which all I really wanted to see if you could come over here and fix the leak. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really all I wanted to do. And I heard, you know, that most Hispanic people, you know, all of y'all supposed to know how to do root. I mean, are you are you kidding me, man? You stupid. I work at a bank. I've got a degree. You didn't hear me. You're one of them ignorant that don't listen to anything. I live in a nice neighborhood, man. What do you do? You sell drugs to live in this neighborhood? You piece of look at this. You're making me degrade myself by just talking to you. I don't do tile. I don't do construction. I don't fix roofs. I'm not a mechanic. I don't do yards. Okay? Do you steal? There's nothing wrong with being a construction worker for laying brick or doing tile or doing roofing. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I got a lot of relatives. I've done those jobs myself, but I educated myself. Now I've got a degree, and I work at a bank as a loan officer. Don't you f with me. Don't you ever call me again. Hey, I need English, man. I need English. English. Man, you, what, 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 what are you saying, man? What are you saying? Hey, man, don't, to... don't, don't be upset because I speak two languages and you speak one. Oh, wait, you can probably speak pig Latin or something like that, hey, right? Hey, hey, hey. You, know, you know what, man? I don't, even, I don't even like to talk like this. I work at a bank. I got to deal with customers every day, and I deal with ignorant. I don't even like to I deal with ignorant on a daily basis like you. You think I play with you? Huh? Man, I grew up on the west side. You need to you need to watch your tone, okay? Man, you. Hey man, let me let me let me ask you this though. Do you know Julio? Do you do do you know Julio? Yeah, I know Julio. That that's my cousin, man. What, what does he have to do with this? Okay, okay. Julio is the one that told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your cousin just got me to prank phone call you. Nah, man. I nah, dude. Nah, man. That's <laughs> Hey, and what, and man. what Yeah, man. Yeah, I listened to that show, man. Y'all got me. What? Man. Uh, boy, he, boy, I, I was ready to be a real Mexican from the hood, man. Golly. You all right, man? You got me, man. Uh, I was going to go back to being like my cousin. <laughs> Woo, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, Eduardo. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, Steve Harvey in the morning, man. He got me. <laughs> hey, Tommy, Tommy. Oh, man, before you go, man. What's hey, up? Hey, tell your boy Steve to wear some Stacey Adams with those suits, man. <laughs> hey, the homeboy from the hood would love that, man. He'd be one of the homeboys, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah. how I right. feel. You got, a, yeah. you got a problem, man. You got a Talk problem. Talk about a hard left. <laughs> you got what you asked for, Carla. I told you I was going to make a hard left. Yeah. Look at my hey. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play way right, too much. You play too I much. Know, I know, I know, I know. Just because a man is Spanish does not give yeah. you the right to call him and ask nah, him, can not, you fix his roof? One. It's not no, right. Not that one. He ain't yeah. having it, man. He ain't <laughs> this one was not having it. I worked at the it. bank. That was very bold of you, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Shirley? It's my job, Shirley. Mm-hmm. It's my it job. How, how many people, Shirley, do you know it's their job to be stupid? How many people you know? Just you? Just okay, one. cool. Just oh, but it's a lot of people being stupid that we know. But I'm just saying, I, I, it's my job. Go ask the comments. Okay, okay, cool. You, you would do it for free. You do it for free. <laughs> why are you? Why are you trying to bring my paycheck down? Why are you trying to do that? <laughs> you furlough a brother. All You're not gonna furlough. Lines. You ain't gonna you furlough my stupidity. You can't help it, Tommy. All racial lines. You cross. It. I'm crossing. I don't. I. I do not discriminate. I am. I am not racist. I am hitting everybody. So if you would like me to prank phone call one of your friends or your pastor or your coworker or whatever, pastor. Go. Oh, I always throw that in, Carla. You yeah, you have to get the pastor. You know that was the one my mom. Oh my mom. See what I'm saying? And you know what's so good about it? They they're easy to find because they're home now. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that home phone, let me tell you something. If you get that home phone, you win it. ThomasMiles.com. Click on the prank button. Leave me all your information. I call you. We talk. We get our little story together. We decide what we're going to do. And the pranking begins. ThomasMiles.com. Stupidity at its best. Yay, oh, yay. yeah. There's none better. Columbia, South Kakalaki, July 1st, baby. At the Koger, that's right, the Koger Performing Arts Center. The nephew will be coming there, spit and polish, dapper as you know, funny as all get out. Get your tickets there on sale right now. That is, once again, Columbia, South Kakalaki, July 1st. Tickets on sale right now. You can get them at the box office. You can get them at the Ticketmaster. I don't know. You can get them around the corner at, at the barber shop. You can get it at Burger King. I don't care where you get it. You can get it because the tickets are on sale. <laughs> Right now, yeah, yeah. you know, where, you so, know, anywhere you can drive through, they might have them now, okay? Slide, so through, prank, slide up through Popeye's, get you a two-piece, a biscuit, and mm-hmm. uh, and tell them you want two tickets to see time. I promise you somebody to drive through probably got that for you, okay? All right, uh, thank you, nephew. <laughs> come on, uh, it's time now. When we come back for the strawberry letter, uh, subject mm-hmm. doggy style yeah. lifestyle. Wait till yeah. you hear this one, okay? Okay. We'll be back with it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on your relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. It's just that easy. It's just that simple. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. Okay. Ready? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Subject, doggy style, lifestyle. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 27 year old woman and I just moved in with my boyfriend. We've been dating for one year and we have a great relationship. But, of course, there's an issue, or I wouldn't be writing you. Our lovemaking is very good, but we are never alone when we're intimate. There's always four extra eyes very close by staring at us. It's his dog. He has a Doberman and a German Shepherd, and these dogs are very spoiled and run the house. When my boyfriend and I get in the bed, they jump in, too. Since I moved in, my boyfriend has forced them to sleep on the floor next to our bed since I didn't want them in our bed. I have asked them, I have asked him to put the dog's beds in the guest room so they can sleep in there at night, but he says I'm being inconsiderate and silly. He says they're dogs and they don't understand what we're doing when we're intimate. But it creeps me out. They always come right up to the bed and stare at us the entire time. I have asked my boyfriend over and over to close our bedroom door and keep them out while we have sex. But he says they will whine the entire time and spoil the mood. I think this is very weird. I I can't enjoy sex with these two big dogs breathing on us. How can I get them out of our bedroom? Or maybe I should go and let the dog stay. I didn't sign up for this doggy style life. Please help. Wow. Yeah, I I agree with you. This is weird, okay? Watching is watching. I don't care if it is dogs watching. I don't care. Unless you're into that sort of thing, and clearly you're not, this is weird. I mean, I I think your man should definitely put his dogs in another room or uh, give them something to do while you guys are doing it. I I think that's only normal. I mean, I I know people love their dogs and they're crazy about their dogs and they treat them like people and and all of that. But but this right here is ridiculous. You're uncomfortable. You know, it it makes you feel creeped out and everything. I, I think he's being disrespectful to you, putting the dogs above you. I think he is. You know, because since you're officially moved in now, you know, I know it hasn't been that long. It's only been about a month or so, you say. But guess what? It's your house, too. So you get to say something about, you know, how you want your house to be run. You're the woman of the house. That means you shouldn't be uncomfortable in your own home. You shouldn't be uncomfortable in this relationship. It sounds like he's disregarding your feelings. You don't want the dogs in there during intimacy. He doesn't seem to have a problem with it. Uh, Is this a deal breaker to you? If it is, you're going to have to keep it moving. Steve? Well, well, well. (laughs) 
let me just say this right here. It, it, we really in here talking about some damn dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then what we talking about? In the bedroom. Dog. Now, 27-year-old lady, she she moved in with a boyfriend. They've been dating for a year. They got a great relationship. But like she said in her letter, you know, something got to be wrong else I wouldn't be writing, y'all. Right. I love making this very good, but we're never alone. Hmm. It's always extra eyes very close by. And it's two damn dogs. Hmm. Now, these ain't chihuahuas and... <laughs> You know, you know, shih tzus and these ain't little Pekingese. These is German shepherds and Dobermans. Yeah, you have a Doberman, Steve. Yeah, these two damn big-ass dogs. Uh-huh. Now, all up in here, you got these big dogs in your house, and you want them in the other room. Now, you had your you had your boyfriend kick them out the bed. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that. They getting up in the bed. No, that ain't where we stay. Get in the floor. His sheets, his bedspread stink. Because, see, let me explain something to you. Dogs smell like dogs. Uh, I don't care who they uh, are. Mm-hmm. You can bathe them every day. Dogs still smell like dogs. Now, as soon as you bathe them, they they go okay. But don't let the ass run outside and come back in. Mm-mm. They goes outside and gets a lot of dog on them, and now they back in the house. So now you want him in the other room. You ask him to do that. He says, you're being inconsiderate. Wow. Okay, now how old is your man and is he stupid? (laughs) Don't you think they're around the same age, Steve? She's 27, yeah. How old is your man and is he stupid? To tell your woman you're being inconsiderate. Now Shirley said it right. Because you're the woman of the house you can't be uncomfortable in your own home ever. Ever. A woman should never be uncomfortable in her home ever. I got news for you. A man should never be uncomfortable in their home ever. Now your children deal with it. But even a child wants to come home and be comfortable. I don't care if it's just in their room. Everybody wants a place where they can go and be comfortable. But the dogs can't have the run of the house. Shirley's absolutely right. You deserve to have comfort in your home. And you can get it. I'm just going to tell nice. you what's going to happen. During intimacy? If we don't get these dogs out this room. Yeah, they got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm finna tell you some stuff. Y'all ain't gonna like this. Didn't you wake up the other night with your Doberman licking your hand? Man. And it freaks you out? Boy, let me tell you something. <laughs> Boy, I damn near shot up through that ceiling like Tommy J in a cat cartoon. <laughs> All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response. Coming up at 23 after the hour, subject of the strawberry letter today, doggy style lifestyle, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on. Let's recap uh, today's strawberry letter, Steve. Uh, 27-year-old yeah. woman live with her man. Doggy style. Tight little letter is. What should Doggy style lifestyle. Wow. She got moved in with a boyfriend, been there for a year. Uh, the dogs is getting on the nerves because when they intimate, they ain't never in the room by themselves. They in there watching. <laughs> Crying. Now, she wants the dogs to be put out. He done told the girl he ain't putting them out because she being inconsiderate. 
and silly. <laughs> that is crazy. What you, what you think these dogs think? These dogs don't even know what's happening. I promise you that big ass is wondering. <laughs> what is all this moaning? What is all this driving? Why y'all naked? You finna hear something. Next thing you know, you gonna have a dog moving in close because dogs like to sniff. <laughs> Now, I'm just telling you facts about dogs. Yeah. That's their primary sense. It's not feel, it's smell and taste. They gonna eventually come sniffing around. Mm. Now, I'm a little edgy when a dog is sniffing me with my clothes on. Now, if I'm somewhere ass naked, <laughs> what I can't have is that little cold ass nose touch me. You know, they, 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 they nose be cold. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you on your that. back and all of a sudden you feel this little cold dot on your ass. Do we really need this visual Yeah, right you now? need this visual because we got to get these dogs out this room. <laughs> now, I'm trying to help this lady wrote this letter. Now, you think you're tripping right now. That's because they ain't moved in to participate. But them dogs is fitting to participate. Oh, God. Them, oh, we playing. They think y'all in there playing, and they going to want in on that. Now, it's going to start with the breathing. Then it's going to go to sniffing. They ain't going to be smelling your breath either. Oh, God. Now, he might be all right with that because he know how he probably had a little cold nose on his ass before. Oh, God. I'm telling you, he has. He been in that house with these dogs. You inconsiderate. You silly. Why? Because he's so comfortable with Yeah, he everybody. comfortable. Yeah. They been in the bed before she moved in. He slept with these two big ass dogs. Them stinking ass. <laughs> My damn dog smell like a dog. He got bad breath. Man, go get away from me. There are a lot of dog lovers, Steve, in the oh, world. I don't you know care. That. You can be a dog lover. This my joke. My joke is for people that ain't dog lovers. <laughs> This is, my joke is not for dog lovers. You might not, I don't think that's funny at all. But how it is to me. She says they're very spoiled and they run the house. Hell yeah, they spoiled and they run the house. But now here come mm-hmm. one. See, now we done breathed and we done sniffed. I ain't got nothing to tell you except what's next now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <can> we, <laughs> if we done done all the breathing and all the sniffing, <laughs> yeah. tell me what you done seen your dog do that makes you uncomfortable. And everybody is uncomfortable with it, even a dog lover. How many times you been sitting up there eating your plate and you look over there and his nasty ass is going to town? And you sit up there going, man, because Marjorie loves dogs. Uh-huh. But damn bad sometimes we get in front of that fireplace uh-huh. and ain't nobody looking. Uh-huh. And bad just start licking everywhere. Uh-huh. And now Marjorie don't want the damn dog no more. Stop it, Bear! And Bear be looking up like, what? This is what I do. I'm a dog. What? Stop. And I'm looking at him going, oh, my God. Is that the Doberman? Yeah. Uh-huh. If I could do that. You could do what? If I could do what my dog no. do. Oh, gosh. To <laughs> myself? <laughs> Man. You know the moments I'd have been in had. You are so crazy. Steve, where you at? I ain't coming in today. <laughs> What's happening? I'm busy. I'm doing so. So now, I ain't said nothing nasty. I've not said nothing crude. I'm allowing you to write your own joke. Yeah. On your way to work. But we all know what our dogs do that embarrass us. Yeah. Well, he going to walk up to you and really embarrass you. He said, wait a minute. Oh, oh everybody got to, oh, 
Oh, everybody got theirs out now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is what we're doing? First, he's going to start with just himself. Oh, this is what we're doing. Dogs are smart. You've got to get these dogs out of your bedroom because eventually they're going to want to make want to participate. Is this a deal breaker? I think it is. Now, here's yeah. what I think you could do, young lady. This is how I think you can solve the problem. You're going to have to issue an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Either you put the dogs out of the bedroom and get comfortable and make them get okay with being in the room. They're going to learn to stop the whining. They're going to stop. And if you don't get them used to it, then you're going to hear my whine. And we're going to see which one of these you like better, the dogs whining or my whining. Because my whining comes with consequences. I'm not making love anymore in front of these damn dogs. I'm not doing it. Now, I want to be with you, but I'm not doing it anymore in front of these dogs, period. Secondly, if that don't work, here comes the other ultimatum. Either you put the dogs out, I'll go out, let me go back to where I was until the dogs can sleep on their own. Because all you want is to have privacy. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask the man to get rid of the dogs. Right. You just asked him to move the dogs around. Yeah, she knew she, he had them when she moved in. So those are the ultimatums. I can't do this anymore with these dogs. I'm uncomfortable. Call me silly if you want to. But I tell you who really gonna look silly. You in there with them damn dogs and y'all looking at each other. Now they can lick themselves. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce Jay as he murders another hit. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Anthony Brown. All right, today's hit is very very dear to me. And I I got this from my buddy, Steve. He said, my wife uh, wears these damn capri pants all the time. Mm. And he's really sick of it. Could you write a song letting some of these ladies know that you just you can't wear these pants all the damn time? Check it out. Girls are sexy, all that meat on them bones. Some outfits look good on y'all, some you should leave alone. Well, I'm here to let you know, girl, I won't stay around. A cute summer dress or tight pants look great, as long as those pants are long.
Singer in your yes, in your Johnny Gill said it. He did say it. Uh-huh. He did say it last mm-hmm. Oh, you ago. just wrote a piece <laughs> <song> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Not You didn't Thank lose you, any friends Hawkins on that. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't lose any friends on that one. No, Steve. I didn't lose no friends uh-huh. on that. But next week. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time for Comedy Roulette now. Okay, Jay, this is always on you. Set it up, please. All right, Comedy Roulette, we do this every week. You give us the subjects because you guys test our comedy ability. Put five subjects on the wheel, spin the wheel, wedge stop. We will do the damn thing. What you got? What you got? All right, here we go. First subject, dang dog, why your pants so high? (laughs) I like that. That's good. Uh, Two, it's all you can eat, but not at one time. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here's number three. Dang girl, that's way too much lip gloss. Okay, all right. (laughs) Is that for me? No, 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 
don't take these personal. Don't take these personal. Okay, number four, you need to just cut the rest of that hair on off. Just okay? let that go. Just let it go. Because you're over here playing. I like that one. <laughs> All right, and number five, that's not a manly dog. Dog, that's not a manly dog. Let's oh, go roll it. Real cat. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? What you got? That ain't a manly what you, dog. That's oh, not a, what you got? Oh, oh, what you got? Dang, girl, that's way too much lip gloss. That's oh, way too much. Let me ta- let me start this one off. You Come on. know, you know, you got on too much lip gloss. When I see you and I can see my reflection, and I'm thinking to myself, Lord, I wish I had a squeegee. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. What you got, Junior? Got way too much lip gloss. <laughs> like saying this, but I've had this happen before. Uh-huh. I've been in this situation. Uh, if I'm trying to kiss you and you got way too much lip gloss, we can't kiss because I keep sliding. <laughs> I keep sliding off your mouth. This is way too much yeah, lip gloss. We need to take some of this off. That's way too much. Okay. That's way too much lip gloss when you eat a chicken leg and take one bite, but the rest of the leg is pink all around the leg. Come on, man. You got to take some of that down, man. You got to take some of that lip gloss. too much. That's way too much lip gloss. Steve, what you got, man? You got on too much lip gloss if it look like slobber. <laughs> you can't tell. That's yeah. too wet. That's yeah. too wet. That's yeah. way too wrong much. You, hey. yeah, you know you got on too much lip gloss when your lips is leaking. <laughs> on, the, on the side. Right, right on the side. It's just dripping down. Ew. Jay, I was one time a girl came to the house. She had on so much red lip gloss. When I opened the door, I said, damn, who hit you in the mouth? Why you ain't come get me? I could have helped. Who, where he at? You thought it was you don't just, Yeah, you don't just hit my girl. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, you know you got on way too much lip gloss. Mm-hmm. When I walk uh-huh. in the room and everybody got your lip gloss on because you didn't kiss them. <laughs> it's all over everybody wearing it now? Yeah. Really? Yeah, left That's my a lot of gloss, yeah. baby. What you got, Steve? If you talking uh-huh. and it look mm-hmm. like somebody's flashes is on on their car. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much, Steve. That's too much lip gloss. You know you got on a lot of lip gloss. When you open your mouth, you make a bubble. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of lip gloss. That's a lot of that. I tell you right now. You got on a lot of lip gloss. If I look at you and I see flies trapped. (laughs) Yeah. Stuck on your lip. Just stuck around your mouth. You didn't trap a bunch of flies. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just a lot of yeah, lip gloss. That's, that's, that's too much right there. That's, that's way, way too much. Too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know you wear too much lip gloss if anything we said done pissed you off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here mad. Yeah. <laughs> why they, why they, why they some, talking about me? Damn oh, no. You know who you are. You know who you are. All exactly. right, thanks, guys, as always. Uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I think all of us have this fear uh, if we work this shift, this morning shift, oversleeping and being late for work. I don't have that fear, Shirley. I don't. You don't have that fear? Mm-mm. 
Oh, I you. do. Uh, so, so the question is, how many alarms do you set in the morning to make sure you're on time for work? I got two. You have two alarms? Two. Yeah. Tommy? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have two. You don't have that yeah. fear, Steve, that if we oversleep, if we see daylight for us, it's on daylight. <laughs> I just did that the other day. I just did it the Daylight. other day. Yes. <laughs> Woke Daylight. up mad at you guys because you didn't call me. <laughs> Ain't no sense of rushing if you see that daylight. Ain't no sense For of us, rushing. morning radio, man. Oh, uh, no. I woke up one time and saw daylight. I knocked the lamps over and everything. <laughs> Fell yeah, over the rug. Right. Morning radio. So, so you say you said two, Tommy. Carly, you said two. What about you, uh, Junior? Four. You set four. Okay. And you, Steve? I usually don't set the alarm, but if I do, I only need one. I just wake up. I'm up early. But Junior, four? Four. Yeah, well, well, you know, I I got Well, he got sickle cell. I got to, yeah. I was just about to say that, because I got to do pre-temperature checks. I got all kinds of stuff. Each alarm tell me what I got to do first. Yeah, Yeah, you're average. Most Americans set four alarms. Most of them. Four. Uh-huh. Four. Most Americans. But but see, that people right. don't like their job, though. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes. After, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to play a round of Would You Rather. Let's just jump right in. Would you rather have the details of your financial life or huh? your love life made public? Mm. Show y'all this money. Oh yeah, yeah, we gonna we can go on out. I'll open up all these banks. You can see everything I got over there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And the quiet one. The would rich man. Uh huh. Would you and who's very quiet? Would you rather have the details of your financial life or of your love life be made public? <sighs> yeah. And we're waiting. Deep breathing. <laughs> Go ahead and jump. Uh, That's what you tell people, jump. Uh, Either way. way. Yeah. You do. Either way what? It's the issue. It don't matter. It don't really matter. Or go to prison for four years. Take that four. It's that option. No. No. There's no C. Prison? You're willing to go to prison? Deep block. Go anyway. You go go anyway. So, I probably had to go on and do the money. Yeah, he can't. What? Yeah, I had to go and show the money. But Steve, you could. What? Huh? I'm shocked. What is going on? Why we don't ask y'all? Why we don't ask y'all these questions sometimes? Because it's for the comedians on the show. Yeah, we'll. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I wouldn't care. Uh-huh. Nothing, you know, nothing well, about me on a mask. He did. What? See? <laughs> See? He <laughs> going over it in his mind. He did. What? <laughs> Where was he? <laughs> Go to page 15 and look at this on the uh, fifth row. Who? <laughs> did y'all hear about this? <laughs> we will be a shock, Steve. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Page Where was y'all at? Page after page after page. So you said rather page. have your finances revealed? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 
Go ahead. Next, next. What if you? Oh, next. oh, we're getting out of this one. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather? Uh, would you? I'd rather know rather, these questions ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat pizza or ice cream as the only food for eternity? Which one? Pick one. Pizza. Would you rather eat pizza? Pizza's pizza. got to be that pizza. Yeah. Pizza's yeah, hot. Pizza. Yeah. I love ice cream, but I'm I'm, I'm topping. Yeah, I'm lactose cold ass mess. As soon as I get up in the morning, I gotta eat some damn ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) We running out of flavor. Grits or something. (laughs) They're both dairy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks guys. (laughs) That's today's edition of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day, and of course, we will have some closing remarks from our fearless fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Steve, last break of the day. Wow, what a wild ride today. <laughs> anyway, but uh, now as always, uh, you're here with your closing remarks. remarks. Yeah, my closing remarks today is I want to remind everyone about the things you're going through. I want to remind you about some of the things that's happening to you especially for those of you that are hurting. Everybody is hurting. All of us are sick with something. All of us. Every living human being. Nobody is pure and clean. No one is pure and clean. No one is without hurt. No one is without pain. No one is without suffering. All of us are hurting some kind of way. It's because that's life. That's life, man. Now, how we handle the hurt, the pain, and the suffering, that depends on how our mental state is. I've often said it before, if you change your attitude, you change your altitude. If hurt, pain, and suffering are a part of life, then it must be how you handle the hurt, pain, and suffering that determines the outcome of a lot of it. So this today is for the hurting. This message today is for people in pain. This message today are for people who are suffering. I say this to you because I fit in all three of these categories oftentimes. Irregardless as to what you do, well, Steve, how you in pain, suffering, and, and, and you hurting, you got this and you got that. 
That ain't got nothing to do with it. I wish, I wish you could make money and that would make your life smooth. It don't. I'm telling you right now, it don't. So if you think of money going to make you happy, money does not make you happy. And money does not make your life right. It gives you more choices in life. It's what it does. What money actually does is it takes all emergencies and turns them into mere inconveniences. It takes most all emergencies. Your car break down. That could be emergency in somebody's life. That's not an emergency in my life. Because I can, I can straighten that out. You follow what I'm saying? That there are some things that money can't fix. You lose a loved one, no amount of money you have eases the hurt, the pain, or the suffering. Nothing, nothing fixes that. So this message is for the hurt, the pain, and the suffering. Here's what you have to understand. Everything you're going through is God preparing you for what you ask for. If you ask for big stuff, much is going to be required for you to do in order to attain the big stuff. To whom much is given, much is required. And in the requirements, there comes some pain. There comes some suffering. There comes some hurt. Nobody going through this life free and clear. You understand me. So quit tripping, man, because God is processing you. So you got to deal with the tests that come because you can't have a testimony without the test. You have to deal with the things that are confronting you. And it's how you deal with the things that are confronting you can determine the outcome. You can't stop nothing that happens to you. But you can fix your attitude when it does. Because it's coming. Life's waves and tides and billows and storms. They're coming. It's just what you do about it. Understand that you are in the process. And when you're being processed, I want you to think of your history. Name me one thing that God hasn't brought you through. And if he hasn't brought you through it, he's currently pulling you through it right now. You have survived far more than you thought you could, ever thought you would, or ever thought you'd have to. And the reason I know is because you can hear me talking right now. God's track record with you is outstanding. He has done the unthinkable for you time and time again. God has delivered you in times when you didn't even think you could ever get delivered. He done delivered you so many times, you forgot the delivery date. You just showed up and it was all right. And you just forgot to thank him that day. But God's track record, he's batting a thousand. So while you're being processed, know that this too shall pass. And you'll be on to something else. And he just does what he does over and over again. So God is processing you. He ain't through with you yet. So quit tripping because God ain't through with you yet. You just being processed. You're being tested to see if what you really want, you're asking him for, is what you really want. Just pass the test. Keep waking up. Keep being grateful. Keep thanking him. And keep on pushing. God has a great life for you. If you just remember that one thing, he is processing you. The things you're going through is preparing you for what you ask for. Just keep passing the test. Don't ever give up. The reward is coming. It'll be yours. As old people used to say, victory, victory shall be mine. It'll be yours. I've seen it happen in my life 
thousands of times when it looked so bad for me and all of a sudden I came through it and on the other side the sun was shining. Okay? Same thing is in store for you. Just remember, God is processing you. All right? Stay with it, y'all. Those are my closing remarks today. Thanks, huh? Oh, 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 that was good. Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was good. Well, y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.